Welcome into that betting show here on 610 Sports Radio on an hour early. We get two hours tonight. I wonder why. Huh. It's almost like there's a pretty big game happening in about three days or so down here in Arizona. Alex Gold with you. We've been in Arizona all week long. We are broadcasting from Radio Row, and that betting show is brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family-owned and operated, mycomfortsystems.com. So as I said, two-hour show tonight, getting you set. We're going to go through all sorts of props, uh, some of my favorites as well, and we'd love to hear from you guys on what you are betting for the Super Bowl come Sunday. This is the first time where we can bet on the Super Bowl legally in the state of Kansas. I'm also uh, in a state right now where the Super Bowl is at, which is the first state that has a Super Bowl with a legalized betting market. So the handle for this particular game, how much money is going to be bet on it, uh, is going to be the largest we have ever seen. A lot of it has to do with the fact that not only is there just more popularity around sports betting, but more states, of course, in the last year uh, have legalized sports betting. Thinking of states legalizing sports betting, uh, throughout the, a little bit later on in the show, I should say, uh, we will talk about Missouri, who had some updated news yesterday in the Missouri legislature on potentially legalizing sports wagering. The Missouri House uh, did have uh, a session yesterday in committee, a hearing, I should say. So we'll get you the latest on that. i got a couple guests stopping by here from Arizona and elsewhere. Uh, coming up here in about 15 minutes or so, Brandon Anderson from the Action Network is going to join me, and we will go through uh, some of his favorite plays as well and see if he's uh, in line with me on a couple of them or where we differ on that. Uh, we both are going to be very happy, though, in about two hours as we will be cashing, as many of you will, our Mahomes MVP bets. The NFL honors are uh, going to take place, I believe, is in the building right next to me, as a matter of fact, uh, on the other other side of the convention center in the building next to it, uh, where the NFL honors will begin and Patrick Mahomes will receive that MVP award. He, of course, will not be in attendance. None of the Chiefs players will. They kind of have a big game to get ready for uh, on Sunday. The only other question is, will Justin Jefferson actually win Offensive Player of the Year? That's my expectation, as it is for many, and if so, that's two tickets we can, we can all cash together. If you followed us with our bets on the very first edition, of this show, that betting show. So Brandon Anderson going to join me in about 15 minutes or so. Uh, coming up around 6.45, back in KC, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations over at Circus Sports in Las Vegas. We'll get his uh, thoughts on this game. Uh, and then in the 7 o'clock hour, we will talk with Trey Wingo. Had a chance to catch up with him earlier today on Cody and Gold. Trey Wingo of Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, one bet in particular that he really, really likes that now I'm going to tail. Uh, and I think it's a really interesting one. Uh, so that is what we got in store for tonight. Of course, the same game parlay of the weekend. Some of the 10 most popular bets with the largest handles for the Super Bowl. It is all about the Super Bowl tonight, including the octopus bet. And Julio Sanchez back in KC running the show as always. But you can hit us up on the J Southland Toe Service text line 913-586-7610. So let's start with a few things real quick. There was some, some somewhat breaking news that came out right before we hopped on uh, at the end of CDOT's show on the drive. And that was the injury report that just came out for Kansas City. And, look, it's not going to move the line, um, but it might change your confidence level and how you, you look at this game. That was the Chiefs just putting out within the last uh, 10 minutes or so that Legereus Sneed was actually limited in practice today. Everyone else was a full participant, and they're listing it as a, a knee injury. Now, we don't know how severe. We don't know exactly what happened, but that is going to be something that's going to make some Chiefs fans, I'm sure, nervous heading into this game on Sunday until we get some clarity. Now, today uh, was the final media availability uh, for the Super Bowl prior to the Super Bowl taking place. Uh, and today was, as Andy even said, early this morning. 
the toughest practice they were going to have of the week. Um, so we'll find out maybe through other reports and through other practice designations, obviously, to see where things are at with Legarius Sneed. But that is going to be one to follow. He's not in concussion protocol. That already ended earlier on in the week. But the knee injury now that had him limited in practice, uh, much like, what, two weeks ago where all of a sudden out of nowhere Travis Kelsey popped up with a, a back injury uh, and ended up being a game-time decision. That was back spasm. So is this a minor knee injury? Let's hope it's just precautionary. Hey, it's Super Bowl week any little tweak of the knee, there's no need to push it. So we'll keep an eye on that uh, on the next, I don't know, two days or so, and certainly on 610 Sports Radio tomorrow, Fesco in the morning, and then Cody and Gold, and, of course, the drive again tomorrow. Pete Sweeney uh, will join us on uh, Cody and Gold tomorrow. We'll get maybe some more information that he may or may not have uh, when it comes to that. But as I said, we're just a few hours away from cashing our Mahomes MVP tickets. Congratulations to everybody uh, that was able to uh, follow those bets, and so many people on launch day were able to do that. So we'll all be uh, hopefully uh, putting some of that money just directly into your, your bank account and then uh, maybe some of it also reinvesting back into the Super Bowl. Let, let's start with the first quarter, though. Uh, there, there's a couple of bets uh, in particular that I like for the first quarter, uh, and it has to do with points and more points. Uh, I look at the over for the first quarter for Kansas City and Philadelphia, and depending on what book you look at, you can get it at either 95 or 10.5 total, or 10 points, excuse me, for the first quarter. Uh, if you're going 9.5, of course, 10 wins you the bet. It's not a push. It's about minus 120 or so if you do that. Uh, there's FanDuel, for example, that does have the total at 10. You can get it just above plus money, plus, uh, what is it, plus 104 or so. Uh, I like the over for the first quarter in terms of points being scored. The Eagles are the fourth best first quarter team in football. Fourth best. They average about 5.8 points per game this season. And then on the flip side, Kansas City. They've been pretty effective in the first quarter as well. They're fifth. They're one spot behind Philadelphia when it comes to first scoring teams in the league. I believe both of these teams will be aggressive and comfortable going right out of the gate. I know sometimes in the Super Bowl you wonder if it's going to be sluggish and kind of ugly until they get in the groove. I really don't think that will be as much of a case this go-around, certainly on the Kansas City side, considering the experience that Andy Reid and this team have in the Super Bowls, in the buildup, and all the week. I expect uh, this to be uh, a situation uh, where both teams can put some points on the board, not only in the first quarter, but we can get to the total for the game a little bit later on. I actually like the over in this one as well. So first quarter, over 10 points, you can get it at plus money. And what does that mean for who's going to win this football game? Here's a trend for you. Historically, the first team to score has a huge advantage in the Super Bowl. Across 56 Super Bowls, the team that scored first went on to win the game 37 times. Now, you may be saying flat out, was that just the better team to begin with? And was that the team that you thought was going to win to, be, to begin with? But 56 Super Bowls, it's not, it's not a small sample size. The team that scored first went on to win the game 37 times. Kansas City right now is plus 210 to score first and then also win the game. Philadelphia plus 174 to score first and win the game. I, I, I bet the first quarter over on 10 points, and I have yet to bet that the Chiefs plus 210 to score for, first and win the game. But honestly, I, I'm talking myself more and more into it based off of my belief the Chiefs are going to win this football game anyway. And 
if you're going to look at the possibility of Kansas City maybe, uh, you know, in this case, losing the coin toss or winning the coin toss, depending on how you think that's going to play out, you can certainly bet on that as well. There's 2,000 different ways to, to bet this game, and I'm not even exaggerating when I say 2,000 ways uh, to bet on this game. But those are two bets that kind of stood out to me that are really early, quick bets that you might have a chance to cash other than the coin toss. And if you want to take a 50-50 bet, go right ahead. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that normally don't even bet that will put some money on the coin toss because why not? Um, but there are uh, some, some legalities in some states, and I believe in Kansas as well, with betting the coin toss, and sometimes you have to go offshore to be able to, to, do, uh, to do that. But the Eagles uh, being as good as they are in the first quarter, the Chiefs being as good as they are in the first quarter, I think you can feel confident uh, in some points being scored there. Uh, another one I want to take a look at, though, uh, prop-wise, before Brandon Anderson from the Action Network joins us here uh, in about 10 minutes or so, is Patrick Mahomes and his rushing yardage prop. So his yardage total rushing is 19.5. I get why the number is, is fairly low. Ankle injury, still has a high ankle sprain. That didn't just magically go away all of a sudden. But it's an extra two weeks now, no game in between. The ankle is going to be in better shape than what it was the last game against Cincinnati where we saw Mahomes uh, run the fastest he had all game on that big third and four conversion. And, of course, ultimately the 15-yard penalty for late hit out of bounds that set up Harrison Butker's what would be a game-winning field goal. But I think a couple reasons why you, you can feel confident why I like the over here on 19 and a half rushing yards. One, it's 19 and a half rushing yards. It's not a huge total. You're, you're not asking for him to have multiple big-time scrambles to get you to 30 yards or anything like that. But also I think the way Philadelphia is going to – blitz patch Mahomes at times or at least get pressure at times even if you're this is one of those bets where if you're believing that Philadelphia might even win this game and that the Chiefs offensive line might struggle at the left tackle spot and the right tackle spot the one thing though I think you could still feel good about betting is this over on Mahomes rushing because to me that lends itself to Patrick Mahomes having to go out and scramble a little bit, right? I mean, if, if Patrick Mahomes uh, is going to be under uh, duress throughout the game, if you think that's how it's going, that scenario still sets up fine for you as well, right? Because Patrick Mahomes, if that's the case, and the ankle's a little bit healthier, I do think he'll be able to run out of the pocket a little bit and get you closer to that 19-and-a-half, ultimately 20-yard rushing total. Patrick Mahomes, we, we know so far this postseason, hasn't been able to get you the rushing yards that you were hoping for based off of the injury uh, in the Jacksonville game and then, of course, limiting uh, limitations, I should say, uh, against Cincinnati. But let me pull back up. I had this pulled up a little bit earlier, and I guess I, clo I closed the tab on it. But playoff yardage for, for Patrick Mahomes and his rushing stats. Uh, go back to, of course, the year the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in 2019. Three games, 134 rushing yards, so he was averaging 45 rushing yards a game. We all know the, the, what would be a historical run that he was able to have against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, then go to 2020, and that one, uh, only 17.3 yards per game, but still ended up with 52 in the postseason. Last year, 2021 postseason, 39 rushing yards per game, ended up on 13 attempts, 117 yards, also had a rushing touchdown. So I think we've seen twice in postseasons where 19-and-a-half is not all that crazy. Even in 2020, I told you he was averaging 17.3. You're right, you're right there. And I just think the skill set of Philadelphia and what they're trying to do fits into this as well. So those are three bets just right off the start of the show tonight that I really like. You guys can fade or follow. Again, 913-586-7610. Let me know on the text line uh, what bets you really like as well uh, for this game. And we'll, we'll shout them out, and we'll kind of talk through those 
uh, here on That Betting Show. We are just getting started again. It's a special two-hour edition of That Betting Show. And coming up next, we're going to go out and talk with our good friend Brandon Anderson from the Action Network, find out what he thinks of those three bets and also what he makes of the spread in the total and plenty of other props right here on 610 Sports Radio. That Betting Show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family-owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, back here on That Betting Show, live in Arizona, hanging out on Radio Row. Still a pretty good amount of people hanging out here. It was jam-packed earlier today. All kinds of stars uh, were out and about. Jamar Chase was here earlier, getting set for the NFL Honors that's going on. Uh, As I mentioned, kind of next door, we saw Justin Jefferson, Dak Prescott, uh, Shannon Sharp. We can go on and on. It was a pretty cool day on Radio Row. And obviously, really thrilled to be doing that betting show live out here in Arizona, a legalized sports wagering state. We, of course, know everybody back home, at least on the Kansas side, uh, in a legalized sports betting state. Coming up in, in about 20 minutes or so, we will get an update uh, on the Missouri side of things. As I mentioned last night, I, I tweeted out a little bit of news on the sports wagering front in the state of Missouri and what's going on in the legislature. So I'll get you a little update on that uh, on the show as well. But this is that betting show brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated by ComfortSystems.com. And let's go right out to the 610 hotline, though, and welcome in. Brandon Anderson, once again, from the Action Network. We, of course, uh, have enjoyed having him on throughout this football season, and we got to bring him on when it's Super Bowl week, at Weed on Brando on Twitter if you don't already follow him. Brandon, great to have you on the show, man. Uh, we, we have made it to this week. We've also made it to NFL Honors Night, which means I know when I had you on early on the show, you and I and uh, many people listening were all over uh, Patrick Mahomes for MVP, and we can cash those tickets tonight. Yeah, here's hoping. I mean, look, it's, it's hard to be too excited about a ticket that was like seems in hindsight like the most obvious ticket. Like, <laughs> oh, wow, you bet on Patrick Mahomes, the most talented player to ever put on a football uniform. Congratulations on your insight. But, you know, we, I had it at a plus 900, if I remember right, I think because Kansas was just starting out. Uh, I believe the, there was like a promo that you gave out, like a 1,200 or a 15 to 1 or something. Yeah. I mean, the number was crazy then. That's what, That was the whole point. It's Mahomes. So let, let's cash our money. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of other tickets out there, some parlays and all sorts of stuff tonight. So big night for me. No doubt. I saw even on our text line someone said they got Mahomes MVP and, and Chiefs Super Bowl win, $2,500 if that happens. So there's a lot of people Ooh. that are – look, Chiefs fans, of course, uh, all over Kansas. It's the only state that has bet on the Chiefs more than the Eagles, not surprisingly, but it is the only state that has done that. So a lot of, a lot of opportunity for people in their first uh, Super Bowl to bet. Uh, to make some money. So let, let's start with the, the spread for this game, though, Brandon. And, and the Chiefs are underdogs. I actually was a little surprised that we did see some more line movement uh, during the week once we got some more positive news on the wide receiver front injury-wise. I thought maybe the Chiefs would get to, uh, you know, down a half a point or maybe we get to a pick them. But it looks like this thing's going to stay at, at one and a half points as the Chiefs are, are dogs. What's your thought just on where the spread's at? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I, I wondered if the line would just – just creep towards Mahomes. It's hard to imagine public money not coming in and backing Mahomes for all the reasons we just talked about. And, you know, it's late in the week now, but it still wouldn't shock me if the line moved a little bit. The thing that's hard is that gap from Philly minus one to Kansas City minus one on a normal game, like that flip happens in a second. You know, that's a two-point gap, but that two-point gap disappears quickly across the pick line. So I think that's where it's a little bit stuck right now maybe. Um, and, you know, obviously it's the most bet game of the year. So there's a ton of money and a few bets here and there are not going to move the needle a whole lot. But I hate to say it, but I- I'm on the Eagles on this side. You want me to make the case? 
Yeah, let, let me hear, and then we can we can go back and forth here a little bit. I'm curious to see where you're at. Yeah, so obviously quarterback goes to the Chiefs, but I just think the rest of the roster, I think, leans Eagles. They've got the way better running game, the way better receivers, offensive line, the pass rush, the secondary. I think in-game coaching, the way that the Eagles manage and make decisions, I think it all goes Phillies away. And the key thing for me, I think, is the trenches. So the game is – football is always one of the trenches. As much as we glorify the quarterback and should, it's the most important position, but – can't do much if you're not getting blocking or if the D-line is always on you. So Eagles D-line, Hassan Reddick, 19 and a half sacks so far this season, Jason Sweat, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, like these are the guys, all 11 sacks or more. And I think as much as the Chiefs have blocked well inside, I worry about Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley, those tackles. Like they haven't been tested a whole lot. The Chiefs only had two games all season against the top eight pressure team. And uh, they have had some struggles that time. So I think the edge guys can get there. Philly ranked number one in pressure rate. They led the league in sack rate, not just this year, this century. They had the highest sack rate of any team in the century. They're further ahead of number two this year than number two was from number 29. So basically an entire NFL ahead. And Mahomes, I hope he's healthy. You want to see the stars healthy and ready to go. But we saw last game, even though he was healthy early, you get one little nick or one little carry, and then you start to kind of get dinged up as the game goes on. So I think the D-line can get home and, and cause some stress there. And on the other side, Eagles O-line, best in the league, rushing attack especially. So number one in DVOA, EPA, all the other fancy stats, right? The Chiefs run defense hasn't really been tested like this. There's a lot of talk this week about, man, the Eagles are untested. And I think that that's mostly true. But I think the Chiefs haven't really had a ton of tests either. They've only faced two really top rushing teams in the regular season. That was the Bills and the Bengals. They lost those two games, and they were pretty rough defensively in them. They've only faced uh, four top 13 offenses by DVOA, and the Eagles were number one in that stat when Jalen Hurts played. So I think that the story here for me is going to be told in the trenches, and I think the Eagles get the lead early like they have a lot of times this season. And then what's the best defense against Mahomes? It's keep him on the sideline. Run those long drives, grind it out. There's nothing more frustrating when you want the team to get the ball and the other team can't get off the field with this, like, 14-play, 80-yard type drive just chewing up the clock. I think that's the formula for an Eagles win here. Yeah, so, I I mean, I think it is definitely the the formula. The scenario you laid out is exactly, uh, I think, what Philadelphia wants in particular – that that early lead, I, I think that's that's to me what is interesting. Uh, if Philadelphia uh, were to trail though in this game, if it's the Chiefs that jump out to an early lead, I I wonder how Philly reacts to that mm-hmm. and, and how effective they are in in that position that we haven't seen them in a whole lot. Uh, with Jalen Hurts, even though he only has one loss this season as the starting quarterback. Whereas if you tell me Philly gets out to an early lead and it's ten nothing. I'm not panicking if I'm watching Patrick Mahomes and this team that's going to pass the ball, whether they're up 20 or down 20. I mean, they're going to pass the football. They're going to still be aggressive. Whereas Philly, you're right. If they get up, they're going to they're going to grind it out. They're going to run the ball, and I think they will have success running the ball against the Chiefs. Uh, and and the tackles are, are on the offensive side for Kansas City are certainly a concern. Everybody's been discussing that in KC. Can they hold up 
against this defensive front of Philadelphia. And I think that is the valid and probably the, the most the, the most concerning thing for this game is, is there a scenario where Philadelphia's front just destroys the Chiefs' all line? Although I, I would argue the Chiefs' offensive line maybe gets a little bit of uh, – I think a little under, underrated perhaps yeah. and a little lack of respect in, the, in this football game. I'll tell you what, honestly, to sum it up though, Brandon, uh, Patrick Mahomes – betting against him in, 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 in a big-time game, man. And this game is close, and I, I think the script has this thing uh, being very close. We talk about game script and how the flow of the game is going to go. And if that's the case, and there's six or seven minutes to go uh, on Sunday evening here in Arizona, uh, I, I've seen it happen for Mahomes. I've seen him be able to, yeah. to come and do it, and I haven't seen Jalen Hurts do that yet. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right, and – my favorite bet on this, even though I do like the Eagles, and as you can hear, I'm relatively confident, and it's oh, yeah. hard to do against Mahomes, but it is Mahomes. Like, I don't necessarily want to have to be sweating that out at the end uh, if it's not going to be worth my money. So my favorite way to play the Eagles is actually the script that you laid out. I don't want to play the Eagles spread or the money line. Give me Eagles halftime, full-time. So you got to kind of look down the menu at your book for that one. A little double result, uh, Okay. Yeah, so I want the Eagles, basically I need, they need to be ahead at the half and then win the game. At that one, I'm getting a plus 160. So here's how the math works out on that. I've got to win that bet more than 38% of the time in order for that to be in my favor. Well, the money line right now, if I just want an Eagles win, is about 55% for the same thing. So I need the Eagles to lead at the half if they're going to win at least 70% of the time for that to pay out for me. Well, Eagles won 16 games this year. They had the lead at the half in 14 of those 16 games. They're tied in one. They trailed by one score in the other one. So I think if you like the Eagles, you play that script. You want that early lead. I don't want to hurt having to come back against Mahomes. No, thank you. Like, I don't need my money on that. Maybe it can happen. Hurts is really good. He he was the MVP frontrunner, wrongfully so, I think. But he was (laughs) until he got hurt. But I don't want to bet on that. So I don't mind giving some outs away that the Eagles could get a comeback win and come through on my money line. I'm losing that out because I think that the bet I want to make is lead at halftime and then hold the lead. And now at least if I'm going to have to bet against Mahomes, I'm getting a plus 160 and it's worth my time. I'm certainly not going to play the minus 125 money line and pay extra just to have Patrick Mahomes steal my lunch money for the year. No, thank you. We're talking to Brandon Anderson from the Action Network. You can follow him on Twitter at Wheat on. Brando. Okay, I, I want to look at a couple props, though, that, that stand out to you in particular. If we're even looking at the anytime touchdown market, is there is there uh, our first touchdown market, for a matter, as that matter of fact? Uh, do, do you feel like there's one that you really have some good value on that you like? There's one I love here, and it surprised me because I don't do a lot of anytime touchdowns, but if you think about a lot of Super Bowls from the past, a play that happens more frequently than you realize is a defensive score. And I don't really know why. Is it because they have the extra time to prepare on tendencies? Is it just that we're great defenses or teams are a little desperate and throwing everything they can? Whatever it is, here's the numbers. 56 Super Bowls so far. We've seen 21 defensive scores in those games. So that would be a 38% chance at a defensive score in a Super Bowl. And the number's going up. Last 30 Super Bowls, 15 touchdowns by the defense. That's one every two. That is a 50-50 outcome that if you could bet on any defense to score a touchdown, the odds say by history that should be a plus 100. I see right now Philadelphia defense. That's the team I like, so I want to play the team that's going to win. Philadelphia defense, anytime touchdown, plus 7 of 50. 
And that math is way in our favor there. And of those 21 defensive scores in the Super Bowl, all but one of them scored by the winning team. So whoever you like, if you like the Chiefs, that's great. I like the Chiefs too. If you think the Chiefs win, you should play the Chiefs anytime touchdown. The numbers say overwhelmingly in Super Bowl history that defenses find weird ways to make plays in this game. So I think that's a fun, kind of a fun long shot bet. And you can win that on any play, any time. All it takes is a bobbled snap or a little fumble or a jump pick six, and you're off to the races. Wanted to get your quick uh, thought on, on two bets that we were talking about to, to begin the show tonight. One is the rushing prop for Patrick Mahomes, over 19.5 yards rushing, and then his rush attempts uh, for the game. Some books still had it up, I think, at, at, at 3.5, and, and, and now I don't, I don't see it anymore, at least over on, uh, on FanDuel currently. I like the over for Mahomes rushing. I know he's got the ankle injury, but I think the, the pressure, Brandon, from Philadelphia's defense might lend itself towards that. And Patrick Mahomes, in two other postseasons, we, we've seen some of his most impressive plays and biggest plays along the way towards a Super Bowl win in 2019 even uh, came on the ground. Yeah, I certainly don't mind it. I, I uh, worry a little bit just because we don't really know how that ankle is going to hold up. I worry a little bit in that if you like Mahomes rush, rushing well and the Chiefs win, what kneel happens downs. if we're at like 24 yards <laughs> and now we kneel a couple times at the yeah. end? We've literally saw that happen in a past Super Bowl, I believe, yes. where he, he knelt like 14 yards at the end and it was one of the worst <laughs> Super Bowl beats of all time. So, But nonetheless, Mahomes definitely runs more in the playoffs. The numbers bear that out. I think if I was going to play a rushing prop for him, I don't mind the Mahomes anytime touchdown. Now, that one, you can't pass it in. It's got to be the guy with the ball going over the goal line. But I've seen that around 5-1. to one. And Mahomes, I believe, has done that in four playoff games in his career out of 11, if I'm remembering that right. Um, and he's not going to sneak. We know that because he doesn't do the sneak anymore. But I think, you know, there's, there's nothing more exciting or terrifying if you're me betting on the Eagles and when Holmes gets out of the pocket and is scrambling, running to the side, and Travis Kelsey is just making something up, and you know everyone's going to try to take that away, but I, we've seen Mahomes take off on those plays. And I don't know if I want necessarily the yards, but I don't mind it, but I do think I could see him just scrambling his way into the end zone and getting a touchdown that way. So I think the attempts make sense, too. Same thing, the attempts, you get help. If you, if you get mm-hmm. those kneel downs at the end, those are freebies then. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Brandon Anderson from the Action Network. Really appreciate the time, man. Uh, Congrats on all the work this year, those future bets, and uh, hope you make some more money tonight at the NFL Honors. Yeah, I hope so. We're looking forward to watching tonight. Looking forward to watching the game. And uh, enjoy Radio Row. Enjoy the Super Bowl out there. Will do. Thanks, man. There you go. That's Brandon Anderson from the Action Network. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Wheat on Brando. This is That Betting Show live in Arizona. We're on Radio Row and it's brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated, mycomfortsystems.com. So those of you on the Kansas side can just bet on the Super Bowl from your couch, live bet during the game. Those of you on the Missouri side, you got to go across the state line. But maybe some progress yesterday. I'll tell you the latest on the legalization of sports wagering in Missouri coming up next. That betting show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, back here on That Betting Show live in Arizona. Alex Gold with you again, a two hour edition of That Betting Show tonight as we're getting set for the Super Bowl. And That Betting Show is brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com. 
Com. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circa Sports in Las Vegas. Circa has their app across the country. Hopefully one day maybe in Kansas, maybe one day in Missouri. I want to talk about where things are at in Missouri on sports wagering before Mike joins us. Yesterday I had tweeted out that there was going to be a hearing in the Missouri legislature on sports wagering. And there, in fact, was. It did occur yesterday evening in Jefferson City. And there are two bills in the House, uh, and they are both basically identical bills, two different representatives uh, bringing forward that legislation. Um, but both of them have the backing of all the major league sports franchises in the state of Missouri and pretty much all of the casino companies that are operating in Missouri. And, look, that was pretty much the case a year ago as well. Uh, the, the debate uh, really is, as I pointed out multiple times on this show to you guys, is going to come down to what happens on the Senate side and if there's a, an agreement that both the House and Senate can come to when it comes to the video lottery terminals. There is, of course, some senators uh, and some legislators, period, that would like to have video lottery terminals tied in together. Uh, this is not something that's unique to Missouri in terms of the debate about it, right, and, and, and what, what maybe has held things up. Uh, but that is something that still is going to have to get sorted out. But there was a hearing last night on the House side. There was no vote taken or anything like that, and I wouldn't have expected that to be the case. There was no indication that that was going to happen, but it was in the Emerging Issues Committee. Uh, the bill's pretty simple, 10% tax rate on net revenue to sports books, uh, and it would have allowed you to have mobile wagering and each casino to offer up to three betting platforms, each major sports team to contract with a additional platform. Very similar stuff, again, nearly identical to the bill that we discussed last year in Missouri. But this is the, the first time in this 2023 session since it began in early January where at least the Missouri House, in this case, uh, has uh, talked about it essentially, uh, right, and we referred it to committee, and then it was in committee last night and they had a hearing. And I think the consensus from that talking to some people is that more than ever they're hearing from people in Missouri and certainly the Kansas City area that, uh, people want this, that, that, that people want the ability to wager on sports, especially now that Kansas has it. I mean, uh, you have Kansas that borders Missouri that has legalized sports wagering. Illinois, uh, Iowa, Arkansas, uh, Tennessee, these are all states that border Missouri where sports betting is legal. And so if you're just doing it from a common sense standpoint, you would say, well, then what, 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 what is the holdup? As we've, as we've discussed, there's obviously going to be some holdup with this. The question will be if they can get things worked, up, worked out before we get to the end of the 2023 session. So I don't think anything's happening anytime soon. I think uh, this will probably drag out to closer to May, and then it'll come down in the, the final days or, or weeks, or if not hours, much like last year, and we'll see if it actually happens. Let's not forget on the Kansas side, it came down to the very last hour as well, late in the night, for Kansas to pass it. Um, so it's just not something that, even though it seems so simple, it's just not usually the, the first order of business, if you will, which is why it, it took uh, until February to even have the, the hearing. Um, but that's where we're at in Missouri. Some progress, I guess, very small, but some progress, just the fact that it was at least addressed uh, last night. And we'll continue to track this. This is, as I told you, the, the second to last uh, that betting show as football season will wrap up. We'll have one more show next Thursday night here on 610. And then after that, you can follow me on Twitter, at Alex Gold, uh, our Discord channel. Uh, 
if you want to hit me up on Twitter for that link, I'll give you that. And that's where I'll be posting uh, a lot of videos, as on the 610 account as well, 610 Sports KC on Twitter, uh, with updates and, and some interviews with those that are heavily involved in the process on the Missouri side as we, we kind of keep an eye and, and track, uh, obviously, the potential uh, for sports wagering to be legalized in Missouri. But that's just a little update on, on where things are at there. As everybody in Kansas is able to bet on their couch, I know there's many of you listening on the Missouri side of the state line that want to have the ability to do that as well. But let's go right out to the 610 hotline and really excited to welcome in Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations over at Circa Sports. Of course, uh, if you haven't been to Las Vegas, Circa uh, in Las Vegas is incredible. They also have apps and books across the country as well. Mike, it's great to have you here on in Kansas City. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. If you're in the northern part of uh, Missouri, we're uh, we're live in Iowa with our app as well as Colorado and Nevada and soon to be in Illinois. Absolutely. Yeah, I th- I, we're looking forward to hopefully someday uh, in Kansas or, or Missouri, and certainly if Missouri can get it legalized as well. But w- what's your feel of, of, of this week in general, though? Because as we've pointed out, this is the first time a, a Super Bowl is happening in a legalized sports betting state, and it's also uh, a time where we have now have more states than ever with legalized sports wagering. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's the thing about the first time in a, in, a, in a legal state, of course, sort of ping-pongs between California, Texas, and Florida, who can't get it right as far as getting legalization. 33 states in the District of Columbia. It'll be the most wagered on games in terms of legal betting ever. Most wagers made, most money made. It'll set all the records, and then maybe next year we'll do it again if a couple more states come online. But I was down in Phoenix on uh on Tuesday on Radio Row, and uh, the first time I had been at, at a Super Bowl site, it, it was pretty amazing the proliferation of the interviews I did, um, specifically talking about the uh, you know the the sports betting side of it. The one thing I, I, as we we look at this game on Sunday is of course the the live betting opportunities and the in game betting as well. How how much has that just continued to to grow also uh, in the sports betting space where it seems like. People are so used to, to you know, player props because they played fancy football. Well, now live betting continues to increase as well. Yeah, you know, there are certain books that it's more than 50% of their handle. For us, it's, it's in the upper 30s. Um, for me as a better, it's well over 60% of what I do. I like to be able to watch a contest unfold um, before I make the wager on it. I think it gives you an edge even though you're paying about 5%, 5 cents more juice on it. Um, but it's only going to continue to grow. And, it, you know, we're in the era of instant satisfaction, right, where everybody likes to bet yes, no run in the first inning. Is there going to be a, a goal in the first five minutes of a hockey game? You know, we, we got all the indexes with the props, scoring the first three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, all the way through like ten minutes. Will there be a scoreless score? People want to make a bet and, like, in, you know, in five minutes have the bet decided and move on to the next bet. And so, uh, you know, live wagering is, is another way you can do that. We're talking to Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations over at Circa Sports. So what is the most popular wager, would you say, when you take a look at some of the numbers there? What would be the most popular wager for this game on Sunday? Well, it's still going to be the side. Uh, whether you take Kansas City or Philadelphia, right now the line's still at one and a half. Um, when we get into props, I just ran a report at about 1 o'clock Pacific time today, the three most wagered on prop bet. And the most wagered on prop bet is, will the opening kickoff be a touchback? And it's not actually one-sided. You know, traditionally, the, the yes, it will be a touchback is the favorite, and uh, it gets the best. There's actually been more bets on the no, it won't be a touchback at the plus price. But good two-way wagering there. Uh, props on Jalen Hurts and, and his rushing yards. Will he score a touchdown? Popular. And uh, 
total number of sacks in the game is the third most popular prop so far. I would say the sack is certainly the sack numbers make a lot of sense in Kansas City. We we've spent a great deal of time on our, our local shows here talking about that defensive front of Philadelphia. How's the Chiefs O line gonna hold up? And then, you know, Chris Jones and that Chiefs defensive front coming off a huge performance against Joe Burrow in and Cincinnati. So I'm not not too surprised, I guess, to see people focusing in uh, on that. Now as far as the line for this game, you mentioned it's at one and a half. We we expected maybe that to move at least I did uh last week towards Kansas City maybe to, to one or or to a pick em, but it's been stable at one and a half do you expect by the time we get to kickoff that it'll still be where we're at today you know it's interesting and it's particularly in our case so we opened this up as the, as your Chiefs being a two and a half point favorite uh a week ago Sunday when the when the, the game with the Bengals got concluded now we shaded it because we have heavy liability to the Chiefs. We took a large wager on the Chiefs in August, a six-figure wager at 10 to 1. So we're a pretty big loser in the future book to the Chiefs. So we wanted Eagles money. But we we put the line Chiefs 2.5 thinking this game was going to be Chiefs 1 or at worst a pick. And in five minutes it moved all the way to Eagles 2.5 and, uh, and it settled in at 1.5. I have to tell you, I don't think it's going back to 1 or a pick. All the indicates, we're not really seeing any buyback on the Chiefs at 1.5 and, a half and you know, no negative news on the receivers. Everybody seems to be healthy. Um, Mahomes is recovering. Um, there's there's no negative indicators, and yet we haven't gotten the, the Kansas City Monday. Even in the prop markets, the prop markets are more positive to the Eagles. I think there's a much greater likelihood the game closes at two than it even closes at one and a half. Wow. We're talking to, to Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at, at Circus Sports. I'll, I'll say this, though. I think people in Kansas City are kind of embracing – the underdog role, Mike, a little bit. Uh, I think they're I think they're enjoying being underdogs. And Patrick Mahomes, I think it's what fifteen straight games he's been a favorite. Fifteen postseason games he's been he's been a favorite as well. Yeah, that's always if you're gonna. And I bet the Eagles. I'll tell you up front. I, I laid one and a half last week. I mean, you still have to have to have in your mind you're betting against Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. And and. I think this is going to be a good game. I think the Eagles are a more complete team uh, defensively. We saw the Bengals' front seven get pressure on Mahomes, and we know the Eagles' front seven is superior. I don't think Hurts is 100% either, but how do you count out Mahomes? I know two years ago against Tampa Bay, tough situation for the Reed family, but that was um, you know a kind of a black mark against the, the Reed-Mahomes dynasty, and they've got a redemption shot here in Glendale on Sunday. So all those things weigh into the intangibles of this game. I think it's going to be a terrific game. Mahomes will have to make plays against the front seven and against arguably the best secondary in the league. But I mean, who else would you want to be in that spot but him? What do you like in the MVP market for, for this game? We know the two quarterbacks, understandably so, are the two favorites here. But looking sir, for value, we, we've talked about Chris Jones maybe, if you believe a defensive player has a chance at 50-1. to 1. Same with Hassan Reddick. Uh, what, what are you guys seeing on the MVP market there at Circa? And, and do you have a favorite bet? You know, I, I don't like the Hurts bet because I, I think that if the Chiefs win, it has to be Mahomes. And he's around plus 125 right now. I think if the Eagles win, it doesn't have to be Hurts. It could be Sanders. It could be a defensive player. Uh, you know, if, it, if it's a close game and a defensive player has several sacks, they force a turnover. You know, we've seen Reddick uh, take action for Philadelphia from a defensive uh, standpoint in this market. Um uh, on the on the on the continuing on the defensive trend, uh, when you look at Jones, he's he's fifty to one as well. 
I think the interesting prop, and it favors Jones having a sack. You know, it's it's the favorite minus one thirty five that Chris Jones will have a sack. But last week was the first playoff game he's ever had that he had mm-hmm. a sack. So I, I there's a few sharp betters on the no on that on a plus price that he won't have a sack in the game. Yeah, that that stat of no postseason sacks uh, was something that had been discussed quite a bit in Kansas City. It's something that I think kind of had annoyed uh, Chris Jones a little bit, and he, he finally got that that opportunity, and he was magnificent a, a couple weeks ago against uh, against Cincinnati. Uh, Mahomes, you, you mentioned him. It's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. You, you take a look at, at a couple of his props. One that that I gave out on our show tonight is uh, just Mahomes rushing. I guess from your from the book perspective, how do you guys evaluate that? Just knowing that there is this ankle injury that we saw him play with against Cincinnati, we now uh, have two weeks in between. Uh, he's not going to be a hundred percent, but how does that factor into to how you guys build that out and kind of maybe even some of the action that you're taking if you have that on his rushing prop, where I think he's about nineteen and a half uh, is his number for rushing yards. You know that that number has moved as, from a percentage of the original has moved, I think, more than any other prop bet. You know, we opened at 13 and a half. The Westgate in town opened at 10 and a half, and it shot up. You, you said 19 and 8. I see a lot of 18 and a half and 19 and a half now. So people have definitely bet the, the over. I think it, maybe it was an overreaction to the ankle injury. Um, he's had two more weeks now against the pass rush. Will he be forced to scramble more? Obviously, you know, the sacks go against the, the rushing total where, you know, it, it helps in that, the, the passing total where it helps the, to get that prop over. Um, I, I'll tell you an angle I like. In, in all these Super Bowls, there's only been four Super Bowls where the opening possession was a touchdown, and it hasn't happened in 15 years. I like the props of no score in the first, and you could pick your number. I, I bet it at no score in the first six and a half minutes at minus 105. You can, you want to cut it down to six, it's like minus 125. Um, you know, you can get a plus price at seven. You, you know, being there in Kansas City, the Chiefs snap the ball under five seconds in the play clock as much as any team in the league. I would, I, I have this bet, no score in the first six and a half. I hope the Chiefs get the ball first. You know, people still think of Kansas City as an explosive passing team. Um, not so much. They're more of a possession team, more feature Kelsey, run the ball with Pacheco. Um, and, and if it is a touchdown drive, you know, the NFL touchdown drive. Now you get 10 plays in and you're already over six minutes. So uh, I think that's an interesting angle. No score in the first however many minutes you want to bet it at. Lastly, Mike, as we're talking to Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports, I, I, you, you probably, I don't know if you've been asked this question this week at all, but I, I remind people – uh, quite a bit. I always roll my eyes at uh, th- this talk of the game is scripted and here's the score. And I maybe maybe as a book you like hearing that uh, people think that the script and the score is 37-34 already and they're, everybody's hammering the, the exact score outcome of 37-34. What, what would you say uh, to people that think uh, th- this stuff is determined and it, to me it's ridiculous? It's, it's so ludicrous. And even the thought, you know, that we had uh, put forward how the league wanted uh, – the league wanted Buffalo, so they were assigning certain officials to Buffalo games and Cheffers, and Cheffers calls a lot of penalties on Kansas City and all. I mean, it's all it's all such conspiracy nonsense, but our whole society is conspiracy nonsense <laughs> for the last half decade or so. I mean, everybody's out there doing the best they can. The, 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 the margins in professional sports are razor thin, and I mean, th- this is these guys' legacy, their livelihoods, what they put their 
put so many decades into training. There's no way any of these results are fixed in team sports. Yeah, you mentioned Carl Cheffers. I will say in Kansas City, he's not well-liked. I'll tell you that. Uh, not well-liked in Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs fans are a little concerned going into this game. Uh, they, they, they do feel like that there's, there's some bias there. That is one official, uh, if you mention his name around Chiefs fans, that they're not, they're not a huge fan of. But uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show, Mike. Thanks so much for the insight. Thank you, and uh, good luck to your Chiefs. There you go. Thank you. Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circa Sports uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, and as he mentioned, they do have some books in the Midwest region as well. And hopefully maybe one day uh, they'll have uh, a sports book app and maybe a location in, <coughs> excuse me, in Kansas or in Missouri when Missouri uh, one day legalizes sports wagering. Uh, that was interesting about the, the, uh, the no score in the first six minutes of the game. Obviously, you guys know I, I kind of like the over in the first quarter, so that would go against – uh, where I'm kind of thinking, um, but I understand his, his logic on that. If you're Kansas City, uh, get, if they get the ball first and they have a long drive and perhaps if they, they don't score all of a sudden, you're almost halfway through the quarter potentially at that point. But I, I do like the first quarter over, but I really appreciate uh, Mike's insight on everything there, including just some of the numbers and where, where things are at at this point. And he thinks there's a chance that the spread could close the Chiefs as two-point dogs, maybe, by the time we get to kickoff on Sunday. This is that betting show here on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Alex Gold with you. As I told you, we don't just have one hour tonight. We get two hours to get set for the Super Bowl. And coming up next, I want to talk more about the Super Bowl MVP markets, also the total for the game, and is it actually good to be an underdog? That's coming up next. That betting show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, into hour number two. Again, a special two-hour edition of That Betting Show tonight here on 610 Sports Radio. We are live in Arizona, and That Betting Show is brought to you by Comfort Systems, heating and cooling, family-owned and operated, mycomfortsystems.com. You can hit us up on the J Southland Tow Service text line as well, 913-586-7610. Really appreciate Mike Palm of Circus Sports for joining us in hour number one. Also, Brandon Anderson from the Action Network. Coming up a little bit later on uh, this hour, around 7.30, Trey Wingo had a chance to stop by our table earlier today on Cody and Gold. Trey Wingo, of course, with Circus Sportsbooks. We'll get his uh, his perspective on this game, one bet that he really, really likes and that uh, I think uh, we, we tailed now after he told us about it earlier today. You'll find that out if you missed that interview coming up around 7.30 as well. I got Julio Sanchez back in the studio running the show for me. Appreciate everybody back in KC. Hope everybody stayed safe this morning. I saw, I guess, it was bad weather overnight. Some schools were canceled. I see a little bit of snow. My understanding is it's now fine, but uh, obviously did not did not know that was going to be the case for everybody back in KC. Hopefully some of you have a chance to, to make your way out to Arizona. I will tell you, Chiefs fans are well represented already. There's just a great contingent of Chiefs fans that just live in the Valley now. We had a great time last night. Uh, if you were listening on 610, right around this time, I guess, Arrowhead Pride Radio, we were at a, a bar here locally called Pub Rock Live. And it was a great time. Neil Smith was out there, Dana Hughes, Nick Lowry, Christian Okoye, and we did Arrowhead Pride Radio. And uh, a huge turnout. That bar is having events every single night through the rest of the week, all geared towards Chiefs. It is the place to watch Chiefs games in Arizona. It was cool to, to meet some of you guys if you're listening uh, out there that listen on the Odyssey app that maybe used to live in, in Kansas City. So we really appreciate all of you guys as well. And, and hopefully some Chiefs fans will make, make their way out here, as I'm sure they will, 
uh, in the next 24 hours or so. I'm imagining most Chiefs fans planning to go to the game or flying out on Friday uh, and getting set for a weekend in Arizona. There's just It's just busy out here too, Julio, because you got the waste management, uh, Phoenix Open going on, which I've never been to and I cannot wait. Uh, we're going to check that out on Saturday afternoon, and it is, I'm told it's just a party essentially at a golf course, and it's insane. So uh, looking forward to, to checking that out a little bit. And maybe you want to bet on some golf. That's that's something. There are some cross golf and Super Bowl bets you can make, uh, cross sport props. You know, Do you think there will be more, let's say, birdies on the 16th hole or points scored in the first quarter or whatever? I'm just giving an example. That's the kind of stuff that you can do. Uh, for cross-sport props, and it, it all ties, it ties into Phoenix, where the Super Bowl is going to take place. We're in downtown Phoenix here on Radio Row at the Media Center. The stadium is out in Glendale, Arizona, so uh, it's a little bit of a, a trip from where we are at, and we will make our way there on Sunday. Um, but I, I want to focus in on the MVP market a little bit, uh, and you guys can continue to text me in your favorite bets for the game uh, as well. Uh, and no, from the 816, am I doing this show from the Airbnb? I am not. Otherwise, I would probably have Nick or Cody in the background probably making noise on purpose and things like that. Uh, but that that is not happening. They are back at the Airbnb, I believe, or they're getting dinner or something like that. Uh, but no, I am, I, am on, uh, I am on Radio Row still. And there's it's emptied out, no doubt. It's definitely emptied out uh, from where it was earlier as all the afternoon shows from all across the country have, have wrapped up. Uh, no matter what time zone, pretty much, for the most part, you're in. And there's still, I don't know, maybe 50-plus people uh, hanging around at, at this point. And uh, tomorrow will be another jam-packed day uh, there. But anyway, let's get into the uh, the Super Bowl MVP market. I asked Mike Palm of Circa about this a little bit. I, I told you guys last week kind of where I was thinking. And the odds haven't really shifted uh, since last Thursday on the MVP markets. I still uh, have my bet out there on Chris Jones, small wager at 50-1 to 1 to win Super Bowl MVP. Uh, the reasoning still remains the same. Chris Jones, uh, for a non-Patrick Mahomes to, to win MVP, I think it has to be uh, possibly a defensive player because I don't see an offensive player winning MVP if his name is not Patrick Mahomes. And so on defense, who do you think could have the most opportunities to take over a game? Chris Jones. I understand he uh, had never had a playoff sack until a couple weeks ago, but we saw him just absolutely take over the game. And if he's able to do that against an Eagles offensive line that most people – will say is the best offensive line in football. If he's able to have that kind of impact, multiple sacks or anything like that, 50-1 to one, uh, for him. Also, Hassan Reddick, 34-1. to one. Those would be two defensive players to take a look at uh, if you're looking for the MVP market. Um, I agree 100%, though, with Mike on, on Jalen Hurts. And if you're looking at an Eagles player, and this is why the Reddick bet has moved up to 34-1 to one, uh, from, a, from when it first opened, is you can talk yourself into somebody else winning it that's not Jalen Hurts on offense even, or just multiple names. Harder to do it with the Chiefs, and that just speaks to Patrick Mahomes and, and how reliant they are at times, of course, on the best player in football. But Jalen Hurts at plus 130, yeah, not terrible. Miles Sanders, 25-1, to 1, or uh, Devonta Smith at 31-1. to 1. I think you can, you can go through and find some more uh, opportunities there. We had pointed out uh, just positionally quarterbacks – uh, most of the time are winning Super Bowl MVP, but you've had you know eight wide receivers win Super Bowl MVP last year. Cooper Cup uh, won MVP. He was the eighth wide receiver to win Super Bowl MVP. And uh, you guys know that the trends that tie into regular season MVP, and that award is going to be announced here in less than an hour, at least the show will begin. I don't know 
how far into the program they get to the uh, to the MVP award winner. My guess is it's like the final award. Is it, is it like the Oscars uh, where the best motion, motion picture is the last award that gets announced, and then they, they, they start playing the music and they go right to commercial? I'm guessing it's either MVP or Walter Payton Man of the Year will be the, the two awards that are announced at the end, but we all have some, some money on the line for that. But anyway, the trend is that if you win regular season MVP, uh, you don't win the Super Bowl, basically, right? The last six or so – you don't win it. Maybe you don't buy into it all, but that's been that's been the trend. That's certainly what Eagles fans are are banking on as well heading into Sunday's game. All right, let's focus uh, a little bit more on, on a couple fun bets, and that has to do with something called an octopus bet. Have you ever you guys ever heard of, have you ever heard of a have you ever heard of the octopus bet? It is a real thing. It is a real thing for this game and for any game. I feel like you're making this up. It is not made up. It's I made promise up. you. I promise you, it's not. It's an Alex Gold special. So octopus have what? Eight tentacles, right? Correct. Okay. So it'll actually make sense once I explain what it is. Uh, it is someone to get a touchdown. So let's say it's Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown for Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs go for two. Travis Kelsey catches the two-point conversion. Or Mahomes uh, throw, you know, hands it off to Pacheco. Touchdown. Mahomes hands it off to Pacheco. Two-point conversion. He converts it. So eight. Six plus eight. Or six plus two is eight. That's where they come up with octopus. So that's what an octopus stat is called. That's like an official NFL stat. So basically the bet is 14-1, to 1, will there be an octopus in the game on Sunday? That's what you're betting on. Sounds like a bad bet. Well, it's 14-1. to 1. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not supposed to hit, right? I mean, that, <laughs> if it was easy, it would be 4-1. to 1. It'd be 2-1. to 1. It'd, be, it'd be even money or whatever. Um, but it does happen. Like, it's not something that's, like, never happened. Uh, in the game. Now, this is not usually always something you've been able to bet. Uh, a couple of the books added it uh, this year for you to have the ability uh, to do that. Um, it's happened multiple times. In fact, since 1994, when they added two-point conversions, when this even became a possibility, there have been 175 instances. Now, that's 175, which means overall you're talking about it happening, what, 2% or so of the time. Now, the odds at 14-1 to are saying it's 6.6% is the you know the implied probability there. Um, but take a look at Jalen Hurts. He's actually already recorded one, Julio. One in his 37 starts, including the playoffs. So he's done it about 2.7% of the time already in his young career. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has done it one time in 93 starts. He's done it once in 93 starts. Um, so the implied probability, you should be getting better odds than 14 to 1. If that's, that, that's where Feel like you should you really should, be getting. Yes. You should be getting 17, 18 to 1 or, or something like that potentially. But basically, the chance of it happening are about 2.2%. 2.2% for you to have an octopus. But it's a fun bet. I'm not saying to put a lot of money on it. Maybe like five bucks. Five so you're bucks. saying there's a chance. Two-point conversion. You don't think it's one of these teams might consider going for – a two-point conversion. Mahomes actually did it in the in the postseason, or excuse me, in November against the Titans. He got a 14-yard touchdown, and then he ran for the two-point conversion to tie the game in the fourth quarter. Uh, so it, I mean, it, the, this this quarterback has done it. Jalen Hurts did it in December against the Bears to put his team up 25-13. He did a QB sneak, and then he rushed it in. So that's the scenario that that comes to mind uh, for you to get an octopus 14 to one. I feel uh, like Alex, the, the name was just way overthought on this one. What do you think they should have called it? Was sp- like spider? What? I mean, like two point gotta, conversion bet. Some, that's not, something that's more not simple. Any, that's just. But here, one, it's not any fun. And two, there's actually like the official stat for that occurring: touchdown and two point conversion. The actual name since I think 2019 they put it in. As far as the name of it, 
and it's called that is called the octopus when it's six plus two. I think it makes sense, man. Well, it it makes sense. Again, I think they put a little too much effort into it, but you know what? You're right. It makes it fun because otherwise, no one would ever put a bet, put a bet on it. There's a lot of people that I because I was talking to them that have never heard of it, and it's <laughs> it's not something you can always bet on. It's I don't believe it's like an option to bet on every game, but for the uh, for the Super Bowl, of course, everybody's going to try to give you as many options to bet on as possible. A lot of these books truly have you know two thousand uh, different ways to bet on the Super Bowl. Uh, I want to read a couple texts from you guys out on the J. Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610. A couple of your bets. Let's see here. From the 913, it says they have a 25-cent bet on Trent McDuffie to win Super Bowl MVP. Pay out $62. Look, I'm never going to uh, fold a 25-cent bet on a long-shot MVP. I mean, what, who, yeah, I mean, why not? Sure. Right? Why, why, why not? Now, it would take much even more challenging than Chris Jones. It would take probably a touchdown. I pick six, right, from Trent McDuffie, and and maybe has to be the game winner, and it might have to be in a low-scoring game. Look, that's that's why he's towards the bottom of the odds. But like those are those are the type of things that would have to happen for Trent McDuffie, right? He he would have to have multiple picks and or one of them being a pick six that like seals the game, that wins the game. I mean, it would have to be something outra- you know, somewhat outrageous. I mean, it might even have to be a, a damn walk-off, Julio. Like he might have to have a pick earlier in the game, and then he might have to have a walk-off pick six to to win, like to seal the game, or something. So, but it's twenty-five cent bet though, so I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna hate on it. Uh, I I don't hate on it at all. Um, someone else from the eight one six says they're tempted to do a little Kelsey MVP action for the Super Bowl. I already have a Mahomes one. They say, well, Mahomes plus one thirty, Kelsey sixteen to one. It's not bad. If there was any other offensive player that you would bet on the MVP for the Chiefs. Look, that, that, of course, is the guy. You know where I'm at. I, I don't think anybody else on offense can win it, really, other than Mahomes. But if there's somebody else, it's Kelsey just dominating the game, right, where, yes, Mahomes is going to get a lot of those yards, but let's say it's Kelsey who ends up with three touchdowns and it's a lot of broken tackles yard in an epic type of yards after the catch, touchdown to win the game. You know, it would have to be something similar to that, I would imagine. 16 to 1. It's 16 to 1 for for a reason. If you guys were wondering just some other players people were shouting out uh, essentially to want to know what their odds were. Uh, Sky Moore, Justin Reed, Legarius Sneed all 140 to 1 <laughs> to win MVP. I just I just wouldn't mess with it. I just I, I just wouldn't mess with it. However, I will give you good news on Legarius Sneed. I, I led the show mentioning there was uh, the Chiefs injury designation that came out today and it mentioned that he was limited in practice, Legereus Need. Ian Rappaport did tweet out, I don't know, now at this point, maybe 30 minutes or so ago. We had a couple guests on, so I didn't, I didn't bring it up. But he had tweeted out uh, that Legereus Need should be okay, by the way. That's all he put it. He didn't say, like, he just said, Legereus Need should be okay, by the way. It's a precautionary measure. Sneed limited with a knee injury, but Sneed saying should be okay. And, yeah, Julio, it seems like that's the case. Uh, let's hope that is, and, and it obviously seems to be some good news already, even if Rappaport is saying that, that, look, maybe something happened with the knee minor, but, look, it's Thursday before the Super Bowl. No need to push it. Let's limit him the rest of the practice. Let's hold him out the rest of practice. Uh, we did also get into good news on the injury front. Kadarius Tony upgraded to a full participant in practice today. That ankle-slash-hamstring injury, you get nervous when you start hearing hamstring. At first it was just an ankle injury, and then all of a sudden now you're talking about dealing with a hamstring. So, yeah, you get you get a little nervous with Kadarius Tony and the soft tissue type of injuries that have plagued him throughout his early portion 
of his NFL uh, NFL career. Uh, 913-586-7610. Uh, some other tweets or excuse me, texts that are coming through. Someone says they took FanDuel's promotion at the start of the year, put $50 on the Chiefs at 10 to 1, put 234 on the Eagles to hedge. They're going to profit $200 or more plus if the Chiefs lose. They also uh, get their $50 back from FanDuel. Yeah, hedging, everybody always asks. I, I get probably m- more comments on Twitter or our Discord channel for the KC betting group about should I hedge or not. And, like, hedging is truly one of those like, – sounds weird, but it's really like a personal decision. <laughs> like, because it, it depends on, one, how much do you have on the line, first and foremost. And everybody's financial situation is way different. And just how wh- where you're at. Some people are live and die, never hedge. They're just not going to hedge. They believe if you make a bet, you make a bet so you don't hedge. If it's a small bet, yeah, you don't hedge. If you have hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on the line and, and you want to make sure, let's say you have $1,000 on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, depending on your financial situation, uh, yeah, you you probably want to hedge that. But it really is an individual like personal decision when it comes whether you hedge or not. Now, if you want like the true mathematical how much should you hedge and all that, there are different websites and different tools you can go for online and you can find out, you can plug in, here's what I bet, here were the odds when I bet it, here are the current odds and, and where everything's at, and it'll actually tell you exactly how much you should hedge. I feel like you're missing a really important part of that text, which okay, was the I last part, the last part of that, to plus if Chiefs lose, I also get my $50 back. Is that worth the Chiefs losing to get $50 back? Because I feel like an 816 number should not be putting that in their text. Well, he's I'm also very disappointed. He, he or she is also saying in the text he or that she. They, they, they put 50 on the Chiefs at 10 to 1. So they're, they bet, like they believe in the Chiefs. They would rather that hit. They would make more money. <laughs> they'd make more money on the $50, $50 on 10 to 1 than they would by just the Chiefs losing. He's just saying, or, or whatever, that, that that's what they could actually get. You're way too optimistic about that, Alex. I think Shame I think I understand person. what I think I understand Shame. what the texters saying. Yeah. They're just covering their you know little CYA, right? I sure. think that's all that's happening there. Uh, <laughs> someone else says just always let it ride. <laughs> someone says they have a hundred dollar bet that I will quit their job if they're not off work by five on Sunday. Yeah, ooh, I've seen. You know what's kind of been cool though? I have seen numerous restaurants, bars on Facebook or otherwise mentioning that they are going to close early uh, for their for their employees, which I think is great. Look, on, and if you haven't already, like maybe you set up your catering. Right, maybe you're picking up some barbecue from a local KC barbecue joint, uh, whatever it may be. Maybe you obviously made the huge grocery store run and you're set up and all that. But I would imagine most restaurants are going to be just dead after five o'clock on Sunday. So that's another reason why just go ahead I don't and think let your so. employ- a lot you, of people you go think out to to watch the game. Maybe Absolutely. maybe sports bars, but like let's you know I don't want to throw out a re- you know a fancier not, restaurant. Yeah, like what I mean, are you really? I mean, I get it. Not everybody watches sports, but man, the Super Bowl yeah. it's pretty is as close as you can get to that. Around it's here, as close yeah. as yeah. close as you can get. In Kansas City is in the Super Bowl. It's not just a random Super Bowl. Kansas City's in it. I'm just saying, if you own a restaurant or something and you don't and you're not a sports bar where you're expecting to have tons of people there. Man, I, I yeah. Let let your employees watch the game and enjoy the game. I saw one place is actually closing the restaurant portion of their restaurant, but leaving the bar part open, and so that way their employees can at least like make sure the customers are getting their drinks at the bar, but they can go and and still watch the game basically all together like that. Which I think is I think at least is one way to to do it as well. Are you are you party guy at the Super Bowl? Are you hosting? You going somewhere? What's what's the deal? No no no. Well, I'm not, I'm gonna watch it at home on my couch, nice and warm with the. Free beer. That, that's what I'm going to do. Free beer? Uh, free beer that I paid for. But, okay, so you know. not, not free beer. Free, yeah, in a way. But I will be at the uh, at the parade if we win. So, you know, I, I wonder how many local companies will be 
letting oh, their uh, well, you, you remember, you remember in 2019, 2020, that madness, the schools man. closed and madness. everything. We were on the parade route, and again, I think that's that's the plan for everybody. If the Chiefs win, we certainly hope we'll be talking about a parade. I was there at 5:30 in the morning, my friend. Oh yeah, it was. I will say it was one of the the coolest things. Not just the parade, but the night before. So I stayed in a hotel the night before down there, and the hotel was sold out. Um, and it was just the lobby was just full of Chiefs fans. Everybody was excited. Everybody's in a good mood. Uh, and it was it was fun. I mean, the energy it brings to the city. Thinking of the city, by the way, tomorrow on Cody and Gold, I guess I'll get a plug for my own show. Uh, tomorrow, Cody and Gold, uh, tomorrow we will have the mayor of Kansas City, Quinn Lucas, uh, on site with us. Also, Kathy Nelson from the KC Sports uh, Commission going to join us on site here in Arizona. So looking forward to having both of them on the show to talk more Chiefs football. Uh, this is That Betting Show, though, brought to you by Comfort Systems, heating and cooling, family-owned and operated, my Comfort Systems. Com. Coming up next, we'll get to the 10 most popular bets, the 10 largest handles for the Super Bowl, and the Gatorade shower. What color is it going to be? That's next. That betting show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family-owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We are in Arizona, again set for the Super Bowl live on Radio Row. Alex Gold with you. This is That Betting Show. We do this every Thursday night here on 610 Sports Radio. First time listening, maybe. Appreciate it. A little two-hour edition of the show tonight. We were on an hour earlier. I kind of like it, Julio. I kind of like it, although we got we got one more next week, and then we, uh, we'll take a little hiatus until football season. Just, just a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, in the spring, but you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Gold, uh, and we'll we'll do some more content and, and track Missouri wagering legislation and all kinds of other stuff. I'll keep putting out some picks on my my personal Twitter accounts as well. Uh, coming up in about 12 minutes or so, Trey Wingo of Caesar Sportsbook. He joined us earlier today on Cody and Gold. You'll hear that conversation and uh, get his thoughts on the big game and also one bet in particular that I am now going to tail. He convinced me enough uh, to make the bet. You'll find out with me uh, again coming up in just a little bit. But uh, I did want to get to one text, 913-586-7610. Someone said, hey, in this scenario, can Mahomes win the Super Bowl MVP in a close loss? Uh, no. And the stat line the, the texter gave was 450 yards, four touchdowns, no turnovers, the Chiefs turned the ball over four side, four times and, and all kinds of stuff. No. Not in today's day and age also. like So it happened one time where a non-winning player won Super Bowl MVP. Chuck Howley, 1961. That was the last time, and not the last, the only time. He had two interceptions, recovered a fumble, he won it. 1961. This is an offensive league. It's voted on by the media as well. Now, there's no chance. No, you gotta, you gotta. That's why to me, I would make multiple Super Bowl MVP bets, right? I would, I would have a better two on an Eagles player. I'd have a better two on Chiefs player. If you're just trying to make money. Now, look, I know there's a lot of Chiefs fans listening where you're thinking, all right, I'm not gonna bet on the Eagles. I think the Chiefs are gonna win. I'm not doing that. That's fine. I get it. Um, but that's why I would. I, I have a couple bets, as I mentioned, on Riddick, and I do have a, a, a bet on Chris Jones. I do have a bet on Miles Sanders as well uh, to win Super Bowl MVP. All right, how about just the popular bets before we hear from Trey Wingo in the next segment? The 10 most popular bets, 10 largest handles for the Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown is the most popular bet for props. Minus 113 anytime touchdown. Travis Kelsey to score the first touchdown in the game is about 5 to 1, plus 550. Understandable. Uh, best tight end in football uh, is going to go down as. 
one of the best to, if not the best, I think, when it's all said and done, to do it. Of course, going to be a Hall of Famer. We know his relationship with Patrick Mahomes. Nobody's more connected uh, than those two on the football field. And, look, it's the Kelsey Bowl. Uh, you think those guys aren't going to be ready? And it's harder to judge Jason Kelsey, right? He's a center. You're not betting on center props unless you want to bet on who's going to get more snaps in the game. Yes, Julio, that's a real bet as well. You can do over-under like uh, or, or spread, basically, 7.5 or whatever the number is, snaps for Kelsey, Travis, that is, versus Jason Kelsey. Uh, but, no, Travis Kelsey, not surprised to see him as one of the most popular prop bets. Also, uh, Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown, plus 112, third most popular. Travis Kelsey to score two or more touchdowns, uh, the fourth most popular. Uh, just some that are at the bottom that are kind of interesting. It's still top ten prop bets by number of tickets, right? Not money, but tickets. Uh, Philly to have their first drive end in a field goal is 4-1. to one. That's a popular bet. Uh, Miles Sanders to have a first touchdown of the game, 6-1. to one. That's the ninth most popular ticket uh, bet. And then Kansas City's first drive to be a field goal plus 410. Those are the most popular bets there as far as just overall money. Coin toss being tails is the most popular and has the largest handle of prop bets. Why? It's well cuz it's just cuz it's simple. It's a 50-50 bet, right? Exactly. But it's 50-50 bet, but it's because even people quote unquote don't really know football, like football, whatever it may be, they understand the coin toss, and it's right when the game starts. People have that. They, <laughs> they, they want something. They want some action immediately to start the game, right? They don't want to wait. That's why people offshore, you can't bet it on legalized sports betting in, in the U.S., but offshore you can bet on the anthem and, and things like that. But the coin toss is just a popular bet for that, for that reason. Uh, you want some action right away. The next highest, will a quarterback have a reception? No. That's the no bet. Uh, coin toss heads is the fourth most popular Look, Tails never fails, so that's why Tails is the most popular. If I'm making a coin toss bet, I haven't placed a coin toss bet yet, but uh, I'm sure I will before kickoff Julio. I'll, I'm going to go Tails as well. I have to, I got to go Tails. Tails that's never nonsense. fails. That's nonsense. So those are just a couple of the most popular bets. Uh, what about being an underdog? We know the Chiefs are dogs, uh, one-and-a-half-point dogs. Mike Palm over at Circa told us that he thinks the Chiefs maybe could close at two. He doesn't think it's going to go in the opposite direction just because it hasn't already, and we've gotten positive injury news, and yet it still hasn't uh, adjusted the way maybe we all thought it would. Is it good to be an underdog? Lately it has been in Super Bowls. The last 11 underdogs have won seven of them outright, as a matter of fact. The Rams, Patriots, and Chiefs are the only teams who have won the Super Bowl as the favorite in the last 11 years. New England did it twice, <laughs> back in Super Bowl 51 and in Super Bowl 53. But think about that. The only two teams who have won, or the only teams, three teams, excuse me, who have won the Super Bowl as the favorite in the last 11 years are the Rams, the Patriots, and the Chiefs. But embrace the underdog. One, it's just kind of fun, right? We don't get to do it a whole lot in Kansas City these days with Patrick Mahomes. But also, there's a trend there. There's a trend you can find there that, Underdogs won seven of the last 11 Super Bowls in which that scenario played itself out there. So there's a trend that's on the Chiefs' side, Julio. There you go. If you need to feel confident, if you're somehow getting nervous before kickoff. Well, and you might you might know the actual stats, but I believe the Chiefs have not done so well uh, when they've been favored this year. Well, they've struggled to cover the spread, too, yes. in particular. Yeah, I mean, it's necessarily favorite. It's more just covering the spread. Look, their numbers usually are a little bit higher inflated. The public likes betting Kansas City, so their number gets inflated. That's why the last two weeks have been kind of fun. The last two games, I should say, is because the Chiefs, you know, were underdogs against Cincinnati until later in the week, and then they became favorites again. But Patrick Mahomes has had 15 straight games as a favorite. Uh, so it's, it's just normally not in a spot where you can even take the Chiefs 
uh, at plus money or plus one and a half in general. So I think you, you should just kind of embrace it uh, at this at this point in time. Real quick, before we uh, get to break in here from Trey Wingo of Caesar Sportsbook, Gatorade Shower. Gatorade Shower Bets, another really popular bet as well. Uh, Orange is the favorite. I, I, I think I talked about this on Cody and Gold. My thoughts just on uh, where we're at with the, the Gatorade Shower odds uh, for the winning team. So the odds were favorite towards Orange all week until, like, today, Julio. So yellow is now the favorite. It was orange, and now it's uh, and now it's uh, yellow. Uh, it's Trey Wingo just walking by, uh, but yellow plus one sixty five, orange three to one, blue four to one, and then red and pink uh, plus four fifty. But interesting to Pink's see underrated. Pink yeah, is underrated. Sir. It's, it's interesting to see yellow jump ahead yeah, to plus one sixty five. Orange was the favorite, and here was the reason why orange was the favorite. So, orange was the color used when the Chiefs won against the Niners, and that was the color that. The Gatorade was when it was doused all over Logic behind Andy Reid. So that was some of the thought process. Orange has also been one of the most popular, uh, one of the most popular colors. Five times, clear's been four, none four times, blue four times, yellow three times, purple two times. Is none water? I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing. Oh well, wouldn't that be clear? Wouldn't that be clear? Yeah. I think none is that we didn't see it on TV or it just didn't happen okay. for whatever reason. Like it just didn't, it just didn't happen. Uh, but that's why, that's why orange. Was was the case? I'm, what I'm trying to find out is why is uh, yellow suddenly shifted to the favorite? That I'll, I'll be honest, I, I don't have a good answer for that. That was interesting today when I woke up, and because I I talked about orange all week being the favorite, and then today it is it is shifted towards yellow. I I mean, there's not a listing for green, so are they thinking yellow? Because the yellow Gatorade kind of has a green tint to it a little bit. Like looks it's, like pee. <laughs> looks like you're <laughs> drinking pee. And it tastes. Wait, what's your favorite flavor of Gatorade then? Uh the the dark blue flavor. I think it's like right, ice glacier Ar- cherry or something Glade? like that. Ar- yeah, something yeah. like that. That's my favorite by far. Okay. Look, I know a lot of people. Think, well, red, of course, Chiefs. Red, yeah. red, red. Plus four fifty. Maybe. I mean, we're in Arizona, the Cardinal Stadium. Uh, the Chiefs are red, but that who wasn't says the orange, case. Alex? Who says orange? Who says orange? Yeah. Who who's whose favorite well, flavor is, been, is orange Gatorade? I don't actually. I, I, I don't. You think know, my favorite true. used to be. They don't make it anymore. Gatorade Rain. It was like the the, yeah. the third type yeah. of Gatorade. Gatorade Rain. The orange was incredible. Oh, it was so good. Uh, it was my favorite flavor. Highly underrated. Cucumber. Cucumber melon. That, cucumber that, that's my new favorite. Melon Gatorade. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. It's man, either that's me. that to me seems like a flavor that would be way too sweet and over the top. It's, it's but it's not. It's, okay. it's actually not. I will have to try that. But anyway, that's a look at the uh, the odds for the Super Bowl Gatorade Shower, which now yellow is the favorite to be the color doused uh, on either Andy Reid or Nick Sirianni, most likely, I guess, in, in that scenario. All right, this is That Betting Show live in Arizona. It's brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family-owned and operated, mycomfortsystems.com. Up next, though, I had a chance earlier to catch up with Trey Wingo. He also just walked by. That's why I chuckled for a little bit. He walked by. He said, it's time for you to get out of here. Hey, we're not out of here for another 25 minutes or so, but you'll hear my conversation and Cody Tapp's conversation with Trey Wingo of Caesar Sportsbook next. This world. Radio Row brought to you by Ag Power, your local authorized John Deere dealer, and by Papa Murphy's. Get any medium two-topping pizza for just $6.99 in-store or at papamurphys.com. We're really excited to be joined by Trey Wingo of Caesar, Caesar Sportsbook. And uh, we got we got a Super Bowl in a legal sports betting state, Trey, which makes this even more a enjoyable. First. Right? A first. We're very excited about it, and we'll have a draft. 
uh, for the first time in a legal betting state at Arrowhead. I uh, know I was drafted in Vegas uh, last year. Sorry about that. But we'll, do, we'll continue that theory. We're excited about that. I know technically Missouri doesn't have legalized wagering, but yeah. Kansas does. So yes. Kansas City, it's Board a five-minute drive. Don't worry. You come down for the draft, you want to bet? No problem. Exactly. Plus, Missouri's discussing it, and they have to do something. Can I ask you? Every like, state borders them has legalized bets. Why, why would you not? Like, if, if the whole thing is we need, you know, revenue is a problem. Got a solution for you. It's pretty simple. Legalize this and maybe legalize something else. Oh, no, we legalized pot just like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, good. So we're good, good in Missouri. Okay, we're Connecticut, fine Connecticut was the same way. Like, uh, where <laughs> I, I spent half the year in Connecticut. Massachusetts, New York, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, all legal. Connecticut's like, yeah, we're just seeing money fly over the border, so let's bring it in. It's been enjoyable. I mean, there's so many people that maybe don't even normally wager uh, throughout the NFL season. You've got people that always do Super Bowl parties, though. Yeah. And so whether it's the coin toss or other things, you might even have your grandma put a few bucks on well, this one, right? Especially on a game which statistically is so close, right, uh, on the line. It's basically a pick em. And if you're not convicted about a, a bet there, prop bets and all that other stuff make it so much more fun. In the Caesar Sportsbook app, we have these quick picks right away, which are basically fun same-game parlays, another way to get in on the action. We're what are some of your favorite, by the way? In the early going here, we're talking about a lot of different prop bets that are available to you. Yeah. Are there two or three that you're like, these are the ones I'm doing? Because the, the Mahomes yardage over has started to really grow on me. Yeah, it is. Um, and by the way, before we even get into that, because you know people like the Mahomes ankle, the much bigger issue is Jalen Hurts' shoulder. All right, let's just be honest about that. Uh, Mahomes on one leg threw for 326 yards to receivers I'd never heard of and two touchdown <laughs> passes and ran for the first down he needed to win the game with a little help from Asai. Which, by the way, the controversy about that, just shut up. It was an obvious push out of bounds. Like There's, there's no controversy there. You're, cr- you're creating controversy because you didn't like it. Yeah. That's, not the, that's not the way this works. Okay, It was an obvious foul. Get over yourselves. Um, but getting back to your actual question, uh, there's a bunch that I really like. I like Jarek McKinnon as the first uh, TD scorer for the Chiefs. You know, in four of the last six regular season games, that's what he was. And so many times you see him be in there as a personal protector for Mahomes, pick up the blitz and then leak out, boom, easy score. Uh, I also really like the idea of a safety in this game. You have the top two sack teams in the NFL, 1-2, Eagles, Chiefs. We have had nine safeties in Super Bowl history, four in the last 14 games, the last in Super Bowl 48 where the Broncos center snapped it over Peyton's head at yeah. the first play from scrimmage, and they were doomed. <laughs> I can really see a scenario in this game. Either team is backed up, safety, somebody's got to fall on that ball, maybe it's an offensive lineman, boom, and it's plus 835, which means, you know, if it hits, it really hits. Got to love an 8-1 to one bet uh, for the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. We're talking with Trey Wingo from Caesar Sportsbook. For, for Andy Reid, uh, his time in Philadelphia, 14 years there. He's already been 10 years in Kansas City. And we, we had the owner of the Chiefs, Clark Hunt, on earlier this week thinking about where this franchise was in, in 2012. How, how much do you think this matters to Andy? Because he'll, he'll downplay it to yeah. us publicly. Yeah, it doesn't matter. To, I want to be clear about this. Regardless of the outcome of the game, I do not believe Patrick Mahomes' legacy will change because he's going to get to more of these things. And we can talk about that and the great job Brett Veach has done and why I think that's possible. But for Andy, the only problem for Andy is Bill Belichick exists, right? Um, He's the first coach to win 10 postseason games with two different teams. With Donovan McNabb, he went to four NFC championship games in a row. With Patrick Mahomes, he's now gone to five straight AFC championship games. Uh, Andy Reid is a first ballot Hall of Fame coach, in my opinion, regardless. But then you get into these micro divisions. There's first ballot, then there's 
surefire first ballot. And absolutely top of the top of the top first ballot. A second Super Bowl to me for Andy would elevate him to the, the minusculest amount of the best of the 1%, for lack of a better term. And it's the only thing missing on his resume. It's also why I don't think he's going anywhere. Like, when I think about Andy, it's Why like, would he? What did he do? He spent 20 years coaching football to get the single most talented quarterback in NFL history and be like, you yeah. know what, guys? I think I'm good. I'm good. I'm just going to eat more cheeseburgers. <laughs> no, that's not who he, as he said, I have a lot of energy for a chubby guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's that was not a great quote. Well, uh, let's, put, let's put it this way. Should they win? Or whenever their next win comes, and I believe we'll get to predictions later. Um <laughs> He will be the first coach in NFL history to be the winningest coach for two different franchises. Combined regular postseason, he has 140 wins for Philadelphia. Right now he's tied with Hank Stram at 128 in Kansas City. So whenever he gets his next win, and we can talk about when I think that will be, uh, he'll be the first coach to do that. And, and like I mentioned Bill Belichick, how's it gone for Bill without Tom Brady? Not great. Right? He has a losing record, right, in all of his seasons combined without Tom. The point being is Andy has done it with a bunch of different people. Michael Vick's best years were with Andy Reid. Alex Smith's best years were with Andy Reid. Kevin Cobb's best years were with Andy Reid. Andy makes quarterbacks work, and he just happens to have what I believe the greatest quarterback we've ever seen currently. And and let's stop the idea that someone is close to Mahomes right now. It is nice to kill that. The the Burrow game felt like it killed that fight. Like, let's end that forever, okay? To, to the point, Marcus Kemp. What the hell, man? And by the way, the irony there is the only reason Marcus Kemp was elevated was because Lemons was claimed yeah. off waivers by Cincinnati. Oh, we're going to get you and get your playbook. Instead, we'll have to activate a fourth receiver who we're going to need in the game instead of a cornerback. I thought that was a really sort of a karma for them. <laughs> like the gap, and Burrow is really good. I want to be clear. He's really, really good. Yeah. But you know what Mahomes has? All the receipts. 50 touchdown passes. He's going to have a second NFL MVP. He has a Super Bowl win and a Super Bowl MVP. He's in his second Super Bowl. He's thrown for 5,000 yards twice. He has the most touchdown passes, single-season record. Every Like, Josh Allen's really good. Joe Burrow's really, really good. Justin Herbert's really, really good. Trevor Lawrence is going to be really, really good. They don't have the receipts. 15 has them all. And until you have them, shut up. We've talked a lot about, like, so many guests come on and be like, well, we think the Eagles have the better roster, but Mahomes. Yeah. How many points do you think just, like, he's Mahomes? Well, how, many, how, many, how many points is that worth? Let me put it this way. Super Bowl 54. I, I have to call him an unnamed San Francisco executive because it was an off-the-record conversation. Okay. He, was, he came on the show, and I said, so what do you think? He goes, I love our team. I love everything about our team. We are so good and so tough. Top to bottom, we are by far the best team. But that guy scares me to death. He was talking about Patrick Mahomes. 21 fourth quarter points later, his worst fears were realized. Like, there's a a line out there that uh, the trend is the last 12 teams that have trailed after the first quarter have lost the Super Bowl. Is anyone going to be concerned if the Chiefs fall down by 10? No. Like, it's not ideal. Patrick Mahomes, when his team is down by 10, has a winning record. He's 14-9. and nine. No other quarterback has even a 38% winning record as a quarterback when his team is down by 10 or more. They were down 17 to nothing at Arrowhead this year to the, to the Raiders. And what? You know? <laughs> they won. They yeah, won. Yeah, it feels way, way more detrimental for Philadelphia to be down in this If Philadelphia's down early. by 10, they're in real trouble. Um, if the Chiefs are down by 10, it's just how they play. 
I just like the, the fact that they don't have to change anything about who they are. Yeah. That to me is like, be like, hey, they're down 10. Are they going to change the way they play football? I'm like, no, Andy Reid likes to throw it 80% of the time. Well, I will say that bothered me in the AFC Championship game. You're up 13-3. to You've just yeah. picked off Burrow. There's two, what, 225 on the clock? Yeah, they threw three times in a row. This half should end one of three ways. Either you punt, you kick a field goal, or you kick an extra point. Three straight throws later, with no receivers, by the way, because they're all hurt, and you get the ball back, and that's the reason it was 13-6 to six at the half. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to do it again. Just like last year in the AFC Championship game when they didn't kick the free field goal in the, cl- the clock round. If they kick that field goal, we're talking about a fourth Super Bowl in five years. Because if that game plays out the way it did, they're up 14 instead of 11. And that changes things dramatically. And that kick at the end of the game would have been to win the game, not to tie it. All right, let's get our game prediction from Trey Wingo at Caesars Sportsbook. <laughs> Guest prediction brought to you by Ag Power, John Deere, it's and the Papa Chiefs. Murphy's. By 10, 15, I don't, I don't know. Okay. But here, here's, <laughs> here's the way I, I see it. And the Eagles are a really good team. Don't get me. I was waving at you. I'm doing a radio show, my man. I will talk to you in a minute. That's my great agent, Ira Stahlberger, <laughs> the king of the world right there. Um, here's what I know. The Chiefs understand, having hosted five straight championship games, having gone to three Super Bowls in four years, one isn't enough. If you want to be a dynasty the way the Packers of the 60s were, the way the Steelers of the 70s were, the way the Niners of the 80s, the Cowboys of the 90s, the Patriots of the 2000s and the aughts, you need to stack them. Much in the same way, whether it was the Titans game where Patrick said, we're not bleeping losing, whether it was the game against uh, the Bengals, they're not beating us again. Patrick knows and the team knows, Kelsey knows, they know that if they lose, people will say this has been the greatest run with very little to show for it. They don't want to be that team. They want to be one of the, considered one of the greats. The only way they can be considered a great dynastic team is to win multiple Super Bowls. And, you know, as Therese Paler, the late great, used to say, over my dead body game. This is an over-my-dead-body game for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Trey Wingo, Caesar Sportsbook. Really appreciate the time. We'll, we'll tell you on that safety bet as well. 835. 8-1 there on the Caesars app. There you go. Everybody back in Kansas, and for those that are also making their way out here to Arizona, thank you so much. All our guest interviews here from Radio Row are brought to you by Ag Power, your local authorized John Deere dealer, and by Papa Murphy's. Get any medium two-topping pizza for just $6.99 in-store or at papamurphys.com. We'll wrap things up here from Arizona on Radio Row with the same game parlay for the weekend next. All right, back here on That Betting Show in Arizona on Radio Row. Thanks again to our guests for joining us tonight, Trey Wingo, obviously Brandon Anderson over at the Action Network, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations over at Circus Sports. Glad we were able to uh, almost wrap up our season of that betting show by being on location here in Arizona. We got one more edition of that betting show next Thursday. We'll kind of wrap up the season, hopefully a Chiefs Super Bowl win. And then uh, a couple futures bets. Royal season, right? We'll get into some futures bets, some props for Major League Baseball next week on the show. 
Of course, uh, Vinny Pasquantino, Michael Massey were, uh, will be on our show tomorrow on Cody and Gold, by the way. If you want to check that out tomorrow, we're on from 10 to 2 live once again here on Radio Row. But uh, real quick before we wrap up that betting show, I did want to hand out a same-game parlay for the weekend that I do really like. It is about 5-1 to one, plus 5-12. Kansas City plus 1.5 against Philadelphia. Uh, I gave my thoughts a little bit earlier on just why I like Kansas City in this game. Look, I I think overall coaching does matter. I think coaching experience does matter, and Andy Reid certainly has that, and this entire staff has that over Nick Sirianni, Patrick Mahomes, uh, betting against him, usually not uh, exactly the the best thing (laughs) to do. Uh, And I believe that we're going to see Kansas City uh, with an extra week off, Andy Reid usually off a bye, I don't have the exact – was it 28-4, and four, I believe? I actually thought I wrote it down. Yeah, 28-4 after a bye. Andy Reid getting points after a bye in this kind of game with number 15 healthier off the ankle injury. We got good news on the wide receiver's health this week. Yeah, give me KC plus one and a half in the first leg of the same game parlay. Then Mahomes over 19 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I think there's an opportunity here to take advantage of the market being a little bit lower. I think the Eagles' defense actually – Lends itself towards you being able to get over the rushing tar- total there because if they're going to get pressure on him, I think he'll have to run. Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. And then how about Juju Smith-Schuster, who is healthy, who's been a full participant, 25 or more receiving yards. That's an alternative line. All four of those come out to about plus 512. That's the same game parlay of the weekend. Thanks to Julio Sanchez back in the studio. Thanks to everybody for hanging out with us here on 610 Sports Radio. This has been That Betting Show, brought to you by Comfort Systems, heating and cooling, family-owned and operated, mycomfortsystems.com. We're back at it tomorrow. Of course, 6 a.m. Festco in the morning, and then Cody and myself, Cody and Gold, along with Nick Schwert, coming up tomorrow at 10 a.m. live from Arizona here on 610 Sports Radio. Betting Show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.